Hello, besties. Welcome to another episode of Martinez with Eddie, uh, your ultimate destination for everything Bravo. You're going to join me when we're going to spill the tea, dissect the drama, and uncork the juiciest gossip from your favorite reality TV shows. Today, I have a guest that I'm so excited to have. She not only runs one podcast, she runs two podcasts, which is amazing. That's hard to do. Like, I have one and I'm like struggling by myself, but she has two extremely successful podcasts. One of them being Namaste Bitches with no other than the iconic OG Housewife of New Jersey, Teresa Judice. Let me introduce to the stage the amazing Melissa Feaster. Hi. <laughs> How you doing, Melissa? So happy to be here. I'm so happy. We've been talking about this and yes. my dumbass had delayed it. Um, yes. And I'm just so happy to be here. Your Twitter, Eddie, is freaking fire. Are you kidding? <laughs> and Twitter, Melissa Old Nose, my girl, Gabriella. I don't think this would even be happening with the two of us if it weren't for her. I agree. Uh, I love, love her so much. Um, her. She's been such a great part of, you know, my love for everything New Jersey. I, I grew up in New Jersey, so I've been watching New Jersey my whole entire life. I grew up in Richwood, so I used to watch them film the first season in my town. So it's like a full circle moment. Yes, yes. Holy crap, it's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, the first time that I saw... Like, I think at that point, it wasn't, like, announced yet. But I saw camera crews in my town, and I saw, like, these ladies walking around. And I think I saw Teresa with uh, Dina at one point, and Dina was at a restaurant. It was crazy. It was crazy times. So now we're here. Full circle. Um, Look at this. Decade and a half. <laughs> you know what? Next time, we'll have Teresa on with us. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love Teresa. Okay. Uh, talking about podcast and stuff like that. I want you to start by saying, telling me the story, how you got into doing this, because this is a crazy world. I mean, Bravo crazy. is a crazy world to get into, crazy. especially uh, when you have an opinion. So yes. how you got started on this? So I was talking to a production company based out of New York and they were getting into podcasts and they said, would you want to do one? And I had never in my life even listened to a podcast. So, but I was like, sure. Cause I say yes to everything. So they said, well, what, what's like your thing? And I said, well, I know nutrition and food. I'm a certified nutritionist. I said, I know food, nutrition. I know sports. And I said, unfortunately or not, I know Bravo. Like I really know Bravo. And so they said, oh, well, we actually, you know, have close ties with Bravo. They produce Watch What Happens Live. So Bravo was like a big thing for them. And they said, let's do it. And I came up with the name Side Piece. I just feel like names are big deals. Yes. So I love the name side piece for some reason. And they're like, what is the hook then? And we kind of came up with, let's do all the best sides of Bravo. So like normally everyone's always going after the, you know, the Teresa's, the, the main people, right? The Porsche's, whatever. This is the side, the Frank Catania's, the Seth Marks, you know, the best sides that make up our favorite Bravo lips. I'm yes. like, that's cool. Like, let's, let's try it. But then after a while, I'm like, no, I love the sides, but I want freaking everybody. Like I want everyone. So then we started doing mains. Like I think Tamara actually, Tamara judge was one yeah. of my like, 
first mains. Um, And I was just then getting greedy. I'm like, I want more, I want more, I want more. And it like side piece became, it started as like your ultimate side on Bravo to just a side piece. Like it's your way to get away. It's your side piece after a stressful day or kids, marriage, whatever, to encompass everybody. Because then I had like Brian Austin Green from 90210. I had Emily Hampshire from Schitt's Creek. So like I started branching out even more so than just Bravo. But it all started uh, for my love of Bravo. That's how it all started. And that's like, that's one thing that we have all in common. We start from that perspective that we love Bravo as, as our escape. Totally. The world. Totally. our escape. Right. And then becomes like, okay, I have an opinion. Let's see how it goes. Let's see if it sticks to people. And then, as you can see, people definitely take Bravo so seriously. Seriously. That, oh, my God. It's I insane. Mean, it's insane. You know what, though, Eddie? Because, like, I'm huge into sports. And so for me, it's not that, I mean, it's crazy. They're crazy, but it's not that crazy because I'm like a psycho sports fan. So I go hard for my team and anyone who is like their direct competitor, like game. I'll see him walking (laughs) on the street wearing the hat or a t-shirt and I'm like flicking them off. (laughs) He's like, I go hard for my teams. So I get it in the Bravo world. Like, you have your team, you have your person that you are like die hard for and anybody else is like enemy. So I get it. I get it. it, it doesn't mean I enjoy it. Like when I'm on the receiving end of someone who <laughs> certain things I do or like my co-host, it's not like I love it, but I, but I get it. I appreciate it. People have like their loves. So that's right. Yeah. I, I always tell people that like, I try my best to ignore the uh the noise perhaps yeah. because the noise can get a little overwhelming sometimes right but it's part of knowing that your opinion somehow bothers somebody else they give right. me satisfaction totally, totally. <laughs> you know what? and i i have such thick skin just from playing sports and like just in general so this stuff i remember when i first started someone was like why okay so like it was in the middle of like covid i you know no one's doing anything I clearly am very blonde. My roots were like growing out. I wasn't going to get my hair done. It was COVID. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm sitting at home. I don't care what my roots look like. And someone left a message saying, why did you paint a black streak down the middle of your head? And I'm like, is this what I'm dealing with? Really? After that, I was like, nothing bothers me. I mean, it's just stupidity. It's just stupidity. Like, so I am fine. Like, I don't read it. Because I, I've gotten it from every angle. I, I If I do read it, it doesn't bother me. Or I'll just kill him with kindness. Like That's right. That's right. Know? The first time that I encountered this type of hate, that was um, when, that's when I learned to ignore the noise. Yeah. Somebody had the time of their lives to screenshot my photos, go in on Photoshop and distort my face, my make, make my eyes gigantic, mm-hmm. my nose okay. ginormous. And I'm like... I want to answer you. I wanted to respond to your to your uh, hateful uh, tweets, but you know what? You're just a fan, man. You're like, an asshole. Like, totally. Yeah. Like, like totally. Oh, keep doing it. Keep bringing my uh, more track to my my account. Totally. Keep prayer. talking about me, please. Keep talking <laughs> yes. about. Because guess what? They're all going to go and check out who I am. So there's more for me. Thank you. That's yeah. right. That's, I know. That's, it doesn't. You know. It doesn't bother me. I get actually probably more pissed. 
when it was just me doing side piece, it didn't bother me. But now, also doing Namaste Bitches with Teresa, I probably get more pissed about anything negative that comes towards her. That's that's what actually pisses me off more than anything that comes to me because I've seen it all. I, it doesn't bother me. But like when you attack somebody or come after somebody that like I love, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I I really get pissed. Especially because you're so close to that person that you probably know more than the people who are attacking her. Right, right. And you exactly. feel like you, you have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Yet you feel so entitled to to this hateful, you know, narrative that you have in your head totally. about somebody that you truly don't know. You know? Well, it's good though, because now like with Teresa and I, we bring those things up. Like we bring them yeah. to light. So if someone wants to come and say something, then I'm like, you know what? And I talk about it. And I have my justifications for like people all the time. Oh, she's so thin, you know, eat a burger. They don't know the stomach issues I've had for the last 20 years, you know, like, or I just kissed Teresa's ass. I'm like, I don't just kiss Teresa's ass. You don't know any of our conversations that we have all day long on the phone. Um, And being nice to somebody doesn't mean you're kissing ass because then that would mean I'm I'm kissing ass to my husband. I'm kissing my kid's ass. So me telling my five and four year old, I love you. I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. Is that kissing ass? So oh. you know, I just it's all just with a grain of salt. But I do like to bring it up and like really hit it head on. So yeah. then those people that are going to say something stupid again, they don't. That's right. As part of the show, I want to get a shout out to those who join. You can leave questions if you want to in the live chat. And I want to show this message right here from uh, Sugar Eason. Uh, she said, peace and blessings, Martinez and Melissa. I love your podcast. Thank so, you, Sugar. <laughs> Thank you. I, I want to show those because we were, we were just talking about how people have this like sometimes hateful narrative for people who don't know. But there's also like Sugar, people who love what we do, people who love and pay attention to what we do. And, and that's great. It's um, why we do it. Like that, there's no other reason why I do these things except for just to meet. Like, look, if I weren't doing it, I wouldn't be meeting you or Gabriella or Sugar. Like all these people, it is a thousand percent why I do this. I'm like here in the bigger game to help people and do good, amazing, positive things. I know Bravo can be negative and like insane, but overall, it's like I want to help people and be a voice for people that, you know, want a voice or need a voice or need to be heard. Um, that's why I like to do this. Like in, on Namaste Bitches, we share everything, the good, the bad. Teresa's talked about stuff that's gone on in her life or the show that's crazy, her relationship with her brother. You know, I just got off, as you and I were talking about, because we were supposed to do this last week. I just got off from having a miscarriage. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff you don't want to talk about, but then why are we doing this? Like, why am I here? Like, you know, cause a million other people are going through what I go through or what you go through. So, you know, yes, it's, of course it started as Bravo, but it's become a lot more than that to me for sure. And I think that's, that's the, I think that's a great part of somebody who wants to have a voice. Like you said yourself, right. uh, you want people to connect with you in a deeper level. Like, yes, we love Bravo, but there's a lot of topics that we as people go through that we can connect Right. With each other. Even like, um, I said that before, when I watch a Bravo show, I try to connect with the cast in a right. level that I can understand them. Right. And I see myself in them. So that's how. In their shoes. Totally. Like, 
Yeah, that's how you pick teens, perhaps. Right. Um, there is a question here that I want to read because I think it's interesting. Uh, Melissa, you will make a great New Jersey housewife. Is that something yeah. you consider? I love that, Elle. <laughs> um, I mean, hell yeah, I would. Be on with my girl. I'm Listen, never say never. I'm thinking about getting a place there. So That would be amazing. Guess what? I am moving back to Jersey. Like I, I told you before, I grew up in Richwood, right? But now I live upstate New York with my husband. So we were trying to escape the pandemic. So I'm making my way back down to Jersey. So we can be neighbors. Dude, <laughs> that would be dope. You mean Teresa? That would be yes. dope. Listen, I would love to do it. I, I just think not only just for like the cattiness, but it helps you build like a, your business, your brand. And just for building Namaste Bitches and the brand that we're trying to, you know, make from that, just as a business perspective, I think it would be awesome. And Jersey, I mean, side piece, I think I've had almost the entire cast. Um, I had Frank Catania like three times, Joe B, Lexi. I went on Margaret's podcast like two years ago with Lexi, uh, Marge Sr., Dolores, um, I mean, I, we had Jennifer Aiden on, like the whole cast, I pretty much know. Brittany. Yeah. That, so. is, that is awesome. Talking about cast, maybe you have interviewed. Um, who's your favorite Bravo level that you have interviewed, either from Jersey or for any franchise or for any show on Bravo? Um, I would say there's probably three, if I can have that, because they sure. are different meanings. So I would say... Um, Cynthia Bailey, because Cynthia is how I met. Well, two people are the reasons why I met Teresa. So Cynthia Bailey, I love her. I think she's badass. She's awesome. Uh, and also when we became close and she was like, Hey, at the time she's married to Mike, she's like, Mike can't go to the ultimate girls trip premiere in LA. Do you want to be my date? So I was her date to the ultimate girls trip premiere. And that's how I initially met the cast of the Ultimate Girls Trip, the first one, mm -hmm. and Teresa. But also, Teresa's attorney, um, I had on side piece. And through that, I built a relationship with him. And so I met Teresa, and, and her attorney was like, hey, Melissa, this Melissa girl is going. You should talk to her. And from the two of those, that's how Teresa and I met. And we started this whole everything that we're doing. So that's how pretty much like Namaste Bitches came to be. That's exact. It's a thousand million percent. It wasn't anything. It wasn't like first meeting her and like, this is the idea. It was, let's meet, let's hit it off. Oh, we're cool. Like, I like you a lot. Let's do something super cool. And then that's how Namaste Bitches started. And then not related to meeting Teresa. I love Alexia from Miami. Ah, uh, Like she's my girl too. That's my mother. Yeah. I call, I I call her my mother. Uh, because when I met her at BravoCon, I, I, I have this funny story. I was at the Legends Ball during BravoCon last year, and my seating was right next to the Miami girls when they were walking down the aisle for, for, for the filming of, of Watch What Happened Live that night. And I started screaming at her in Spanish to, to oh, get her attention because yeah. nobody spoke Spanish. Right. Her. So I was like, this, this is going to be my, my way to get it. And I was like, and I told her, you remind me of my mother. The way oh. that you act on this show, the way that you protect your kid, the, you, the way that you talk about it, no matter how many mistakes they have, they have made or anything, you still 
they still are your kids in the like the the light of your life. Totally. So uh, did she I hear you her. and respond? Oh yeah, we took a photo. Uh, it, it, it was a whole it was a whole experience. So it, it was amazing. Uh, so yeah, I love Alexia. I'm happy I you love, love I'm happy you love Alexia too. <laughs> I love you know at BravoCon. So I went. And I hosted. I was a, a host for one of the panels. It was the family panel with like Candy, Todd, Riley. It was Frank, Dolores, uh, Frankie Jr. It was Meredith and Brooks, and then it was Teresa, Gia, and Louie. And it was like a whole family one. It was so dope. Um, and later that night, Teresa and I, we were all going out to dinner and then Alexia and Todd came and mm-hmm. you should, I mean, Alexia, Teresa and I, it was like <laughs> amazing. So amazing. much so, like the three of us together, we're actually going on a, a little vacation together in a couple of weeks. Ooh. Yeah. Super. We got some e- exclusive tea right now. Yeah, Drop it here. Do something on site on the beach. <laughs> we'll call you I in. Would... Yes, please. We'll have you our martinis my... ready. Uh, if you let me know, I will have a martini. We'll FaceTime. I will sit in the back here of my house, pretending I'm like sitting by the beach with you guys. I love I'm it. There. We should do it. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you. Be like, what's up? And Teresa and Alexio. Will... And then you guys can talk Spanish. I know un poquito. Ah. but it's like you I took Spanish for six years because I was like I want this is my jam like I want to learn this and I knew it like I was like perfect but if you don't use it you lose it and now I'm Tell like me oh. about it yeah I, I moved here when I was 13 right uh obviously English is my second language but it be, has become my first language because that's what I use on the daily right. the only person I spoke in Spanish is to my mother because she doesn't speak much English so Sometimes I like struggling to like, okay, what is that word again? Can you please repeat that for me? I forgot your what you mean. Is Spanish? What's that? Is your no. husband? My husband? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Hola. Oh, well, <laughs> hey, hey. One baby steps. You know what baby I always do with languages I don't know? The first things I go and ask somebody is like, what's a ba- how do you say this bad word in your language? Because I feel like if anything, if you just know the bad words, you're set. Yes. My best friend growing up in Richwood, he his family is Italian and Greek and his dad it actually migrated from Greek from Greece. So he spoke Greek fluently and that was my first question. How can you say like really bad oh, words? I was like <laughs> he's like Malaka. I was like, what that means? And he was like, Yes, now I know that word. So yeah, it, I, I I love that. It just I love great. that with Alexia. That's a great like connection. She's awesome. She's so fun. I, I love her. Lover. And another question. Uh, I know you have interviewed pretty much the whole entire Bravo universe, but one person that you haven't and you would love to have on your podcast. One person. I would say Nini, maybe. Ooh. And Candy. Um, Candy was fun. Uh, probably Nini or Portia. Oh, my gosh. That would be iconic. Nini yeah. is an icon. I know that would be dope. Like, she, I think she is. I mean, I think she's the queen of like confessionals. Like she can read people. Amazing. You know, way that's why you know. Like we would just like go. Like we just go back. You know, it'd just be it'd be fun. <laughs> I would pick up what she's putting down. Those. And, I, would say, I would say Mimi and Portia probably. I, yeah, I I totally see that. I love that. I, there's a question from Tay Tay the Savior. Your Tay-Tay. favorite. Your favorite Bravo franchise? 
Oh, ooh, ooh. Put me on the spot, Tay-Tay. I mean, listen, I have to go with my girls' franchise. I mean, I have to go with Jersey. A, I've always loved it. Just like you, you know, I've seen it from the start. I've seen all of them from the start. So I shouldn't say like that's the only one. I've seen every show from the start. Um, I mean, just Bravo because like, I know them. They're like family, like Delore, like they're family to me, right? I just, I love them. Um, I, I would do anything for the ones that I'm cool with. And of course, my girl, Teresa and Louie, like I, you know, they're my, they're my jam. I would say outside though of Housewives. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say Family Karma. Ooh, that's my jam right there too. That's a good I'm one. So, I'm so upset that they haven't announced know. season four for Family Karma. Like, they're bravo, let's go. They're just teasing. They're teasing. They're teasing. But you know what? And I apologize to everyone because I've had most of the cast. Um, I had Monica and Bali, Anisha. I had Amrit. I had Vishal. Like, I've had everybody. So, but Vishal was my first one. And his PR team was like, hey, would you want to have him? And I was like, ugh, I don't want to watch Family Karma. Like, I'm overloaded with everything else. And Family Karma just seems like a spinoff in a way of, like, Shaz. And Shaz was still going on. And I just was, like, not into Family Karma. I didn't watch the whole first season at all. The second season was starting up. And they were like, hey, do you want to have a show on? And I was like, ugh, fine. So I was like, fuck, but I don't know what to talk to him about. Because I want to know, like, I want to... I want to give it back when they say a scene or they say somebody, I want to know, I want to be knowledgeable, you know, and and look this stuff up. So I was like, Oh, I have to binge. I have a three-year-old, a two-year-old, like I'm, you know, becoming a certified nutritionist, like really now I have to binge family karma on top of our, all the other Bravo shows. (laughs) Like it's a lot. It's a full-time job. It is. Binged the whole first season of family karma. And I was like, Holy shit. I'm in love. Like, it's so good. And every time a cast would come on, I would apologize to them. Like I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't want to watch you guys. If it weren't for Michelle trying to like their people like saying, Hey, Hey, do you want to have them on? I wouldn't have given you guys a chance. And I'm so thankful that I did. I think that show is awesome. Yeah, I agree. I, I interview Bali. I love Bali. She, awesome. she is an icon. And since I, I talked to her, I told her like, I, I got into family karma too, a little late in the game. I didn't start watching from the beginning. Somebody actually recommended to me that you should watch Family Karma. And I was like, this show is so good. And and, and it works because they are friends. They are family totally. you know, totally. from childhood. So that's right. why their show seems more like refreshing. You know, it, right. it, it's like a breath of air compared to all the shows on Bravo. So I'm just waiting for Bravo to announce it because, I mean, if Bravo is making 20 freaking below decks which by the way i mean i like below deck once in a while but it's like there's, there's like, a lot now yeah like come I, on how, how many boats can you can, can you sell in the mediterranean yeah. like, i'm tired there's so a lot if you so if you're gonna choose below deck over family karma i'm like i don't know i want my family karma back i need them to to yeah. shine once again at BravoCon because to me they were one of the stars at BravoCon. That Legends Ball outfit that they were wearing, like those like traditional Amazing. Indian, Amazing. beyond, They're beyond. Awesome. I love them. And you know what? <laughs> to your point, like I love it because it's organic. It's true. It's their real life. Like they're all real family members and friends and everything like this. Where the housewives, sometimes it gets um, not frustrating, but like if you're putting two people together that don't know each other and they may be different ages, 
it's just, it's not like you're forcing them together because you think they're good personalities and this would make a good show. Whereas like the old days, like when, when all the um, housewives started out, it's like these people actually were friends. They knew each other. It was real. It was like deep friendship and connections. So that's like the, at the root of the, these shows, that's what I miss. And I appreciate is that the people that are actually there because they're together in their life somehow and not just thrown into a mix. I agree. I 100% agree. And talking about organic friendships, you already mentioned how you met Teresa. So you were at Teresa's The Brightest Shower. Yes. And it has become a huge topic of conversation since the air because some people are saying that, hey, Melissa, I mean, Teresa knew because she was dressed like ready for a bridal or or Jennifer Aiden was uh, pushing her culture too much into the audience or into the, the party, like making about herself. I actually reached out to Jennifer and I asked her that question and she graciously uh, answered. She said like, hey, we were thinking about fun stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, we run it by Louis' family and they agree. And so everybody enjoyed it except those who were complaining. So I know what she meant. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I want to know your perspective as an actual guest at the shower. I mean, I Teresa didn't know. And by the way, Teresa dresses up like all the time for stuff like that. I mean, it was literally just supposed to be like a get together dinner or whatever it was with the kids. Um, she didn't know. And the whole Jennifer, because y- you know how it is. They tape for hours and then they just put like two minutes in. Mm-hmm. So they made it seem like this whole Jennifer thing and what she was doing was this ho- was the whole bridal shower. It wasn't. It was maybe like 10 minutes. It was. I was sitting right there next to it. I danced a little bit, like she did her thing. She put on Teresa and like, that was it. They, they, they really didn't touch on it that much at the actual bridal shop. It was talking, it was eating, it was having drinks and everyone kind of intertwined mingling. And that was, like I said, like at the very end, the very end. Yeah. And, and that's what people don't understand. Like reality TV shows are not filmed like, like it's an hour filming. No, it's hours and hours and hours. hours. And they chop what they have into like little bits that we get. Like we right. only are fed like half an hour of film when those have been filmed for like nine hours straight. Right. So when, I think we were there for like three to four hours. And like, you see like you were there for like yeah. 10. Yeah. I mean, I was the last one. I, I almost blew it. So me and one of Teresa's makeup people, like two of the makeup hair people, uh, Lucia and Lexi, they were doing my hair and makeup and graciously, uh, I needed a face, you know, you can't come around these bitches and look like, you know, <laughs> so I needed my face on. So they were like, you we'll do you real quick before we go. And then like, we were slow to get there and we literally dive in and people are like, and they thought it was, uh, they thought it was Teresa and they're like, get in <laughs> literally. We ran in, we turned around, we plopped down. I like backed my ass up and just in the front in front of everybody, like Dolores, <laughs> everybody. I was just like screwed my ass up, just trying to find a spot. And like Teresa walked in minutes later. Wow. Um, but we were there for a, a good amount of time, for sure. And it seemed like it was a fun time. Yeah, That's it was sure. fun. It was, I sat next to Ashley Darby because uh, Teresa and Ashley had done stuff in the past together and they're cool. I had Ashley on side piece, so I have had a relationship with her. So it was cool. Like I actually sat next to her 
Uh, and we got to just talk and chit chat. But again, like you don't see those things. Did you even see Ashley there? I don't know. For a hot second. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was, um, you know, I sat at the main table and talked to Dolores and Jackie and them for probably 30 minutes alone. And then, you know, eating and desserts, drinking and pictures. So the whole Jennifer thing was very small amount of time. Yeah. And that's what I, I wanted. I wanted you to say, I wanted you as a guest to like acknowledge like, Hey, you guys, you guys are making this way better. Way. Yeah. Like it's not what it is. And, Je- and like, by the way, it wasn't someone that Teresa doesn't like, and they're putting all this like hoopla on to like, look at me, look at me. I mean, Teresa and Jennifer are very good friends. So Jennifer is helping to plan this. She wants to do something fun, like whatever. It's not a big fucking deal. Like who cares? That's what I said. Like, it's not a big fucking deal. If they're having a good time, and and that's another part that it really makes me like sometimes like cringy, like reading comments of like people online. And like, you can have an opinion, but if you see these people having a great time, right? And don't be a dick about it. That's right. Like, let them have a good time. They're enjoying like throwing darts at like Melissa's like a a a cutout of Melissa and throwing darts at her face. I mean, like. (laughs) dance everyone's wearing the things and getting into it and like shaking their ass it was fun it's so not a big deal i agree i i i heard or i seen that you guys are nominated for an award show for an award oh that was amazing dude i it was insane so our producer sends us a picture of this of the wowie award yeah and we're like what is this and she said, I don't know, like a friend of mine happened to see it on Twitter or something and sent it to me. And like, isn't this your, your podcast? And so my producer was like, I don't know. And sent it to us. And we're like, what the F? How do we not know about this? And vote. Like, go tell everybody to go vote for us. No, <laughs> it, well, it doesn't matter. It was, it's super cool. It's, I mean, we're new. We're still new. You know, we're still a baby. We, you know, really only launched in September or October. October. Um, you mean like you got the one million plus downloads. Yeah, that, yeah, that's huge, huge. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. A couple of weeks ago, I think we hit a million. Um, and it's it's like it's it's listen, it's our it is my fourth baby. I have two real kids, a five and a four year old. Side piece has been my third baby, and now Namaste is my fourth. And it's like just like any baby, like they're a pain in your ass. They make you work hard. But all you want is to see them grow and be successful and all this stuff. So I take it all as like they're my my children and I just need to grow it and make it a success, just like I would my real kids. So I'm very proud of Namaste and what we've done. And you listen, you know how hard it is. People are like, oh, podcast, you just throw your computer up in a mic. Like it's freaking yeah. hard. It is hard. What people don't see is the craziness happening behind the scenes. Like yeah. Try, trying to put everything together. Take totally. the time to, to do your research. Take your time to get a guest. Take your totally. time to know what the guest is doing. Um, also, you know, you have to have a little personality to sit down in front of a camera totally. and record all the stuff. So It's not yeah. easy just to like, shit, shit. like if you're not having much and they're not having much, you're going to have a dot. Like it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to suck. But like even yeah. look at us. We're talking and instantly I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'm coming on your, like, we're doing this. Yeah. Um, and Gabriella was just like, he is the best. He is so sweet. And I listen to everything she says because she knows the whole social media. Like I, I can't keep up with everything. I can't mom, kids. I have a business with a nutritionist. Like I'm a nutritionist. I have a business helping people lose weight or whatever with their food. 
I'm a wife, you know, I have these podcasts. Social media is a whole world and a whole job in itself. So it's a beast. She, yeah, it's a beast. So I'm like, dude, I, I can't, I don't have time for all this shit. So you just tell me what I need to know. And you were like, top of the top of the top. Like you have to do this. And then look what happens. Just the time and like we're scheduling this. I have a fucking miscarriage. Like we get delayed. It's like, it, it's, but it's time. Like behind the scenes, people don't understand the time it takes to actually make a good interview or a good podcast or a good episode. So I give you a lot of credit because you're on fire and, I, and that's awesome. Thank you. That means a lot to me because I, I, I listen to you, to your podcast side piece, and I also listen to Namaste Beach. So I appreciate the comment uh, a lot. You're Thank best, you. Eddie. You're so sweet. <laughs> so, Talking about, we've been talking about Bravo and the Bravo universe and the craziness. And in the past few months, there has been something called the scandal that I'm pretty sure you are yeah. very aware of. <laughs> oh, yes, I've heard. I think even the president has heard about scandal because we have Ariana going to the White House for the uh, uh, com um, press uh, dinner. Dinner, yeah. Um, what's your take on it? I mean... It's just a lot. I feel like it was a little blown out of proportion. Like I get that there was like shitty things done, but we also, my thing is, and I know people go both ways because like it, it's not like these people were good friends. Then it happened like Raquel and, and Ariana were actually good friends, which makes it a little, you know, more shady and more shitty. Yeah. shitty. Yeah. Um, but like the show has had this since the birth of it, like the cheatings, the, Tom was with Kristen and goes to Ariana. Like, Jax has cheated. Like, it, like I feel like the show is based upon that. So mm -hmm. I get the relationship part. Like, you and I are such good friends and you're going and having sex with my dude. I don't think Ariana and Tom were, like, in the best place of their relationship. It seemed like they could have probably ended it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, again, doesn't make it right. Like, you should end it then. Like, if you're not happy... You're not having sex. You guys aren't jiving. Then end it instead of doing the bullshit behind the back. And then it becomes this. Right. And did you not learn anything from everybody else that had done this? <laughs> did you not learn from your first mistake when you cheated on a Kristen with her and then the shit that you got for that? Did you not learn from Jax and what oh. he did? Like, you know, I always tell my kids, like talking to my kids, my four and three year old, if you make a mistake, say sorry, and then never fucking do it again. So what are we not learning here, people? But it's it's just the whole Vanderpump has been this, like the cheating and the scandals. I think what I think what hit the the strings of emotion in people this time is because I think Ariana is one of those like fave yeah, characters cool. on the show, yeah. and maybe like the the least polarizing one. Right. Because you know you have the Lalas and the and the James Kennedy who who are very polarizing. Like either right. you like them or you do not. Right, like they they have sharp tongues and and they are not afraid to use them. So people kind of like feel in some kind of way about them. But right. Ariana was such a like kind of like unifying image right. of totally. the show. Totally. So I can I can see why it feels different. But it's true. Vanderpump Rules has been built on the back of you know Everything. mistakes, cheating, and, and stuff Tina, like that. Like she had whatever she had on with Brandy and that like. And I love her. I love Sheena. Like, I just was talking with her. But, like, the whole show has been this. And I just don't understand, like... But, again, if it were... Like, look at what happened to Lala and Randall. Like, that oh. wasn't really as big. 
they didn't spend much time with that, you know, and that was like a big deal. A kid is involved. Like Ariana and Tom don't have children. So they had a house. So like Lala going through it with her disgusting cheating husband and a baby, you would think that would be bigger. But I think you're right because it's Lala and maybe people don't like her as much. It got way blown out bigger with Tom and Ariana. And the funniest part is, is like, I I like pretty much, when I watch non-housewife shows, I tend to like everybody on the cast. Yeah. When it comes to housewife, I do become a little like, okay, this is my team. My team. You wanna, your team. <laughs> you know? Of course. Uh, when, it, when it comes to Bend Upon Rules, I pretty much like everybody. Yeah. So exactly. when people talk about Lala in some kind of way, I'm like, Lala is freaking hilarious. Like, If like, you know him is to love him, right? You have to know what she's going to do. Like, you have to yeah. know in this moment, this is, she's going to pop off, right? And you, you're going to know that then, you know, like what Katie's going to be doing or like Ariana in the background. Like you just know to know him is to love him or I guess to know him is to hate him. Yeah. I just love people who are not afraid to pop off, to be honest. Like I, I maybe the jersey in me, but I love somebody who is not afraid to just like go off. I, I love it, man. That makes me feel better when I do that. You know, I have to watch myself, make sure it's not around my children. Like if you're going to get me going, I'm going to go. Like, I'll go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when I tell people, do not make me go jersey on your ass. <laughs> it goes hard. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. I live in L.A., but I'm from Ohio. And I played sports my whole life. And all I've ever done is talk shit because uh-huh. I play sports. But I talk shit because I could back it up. It wasn't like empty words. And then I, I you know, I talk the talk, but I walk the walk. So I was good at sports. So then I was like, I'm allowed to talk shit because I actually am better than you. If I was sucked at sports, I would have I would have shut my mouth and not talk so much shit. But like that's always stuck with me, like this like competitor in me. So I if I feel I'm making a point or in on something and I'm right and my stuff is valid, I will go. Like go. And my husband calls me Feaster DA because he's like, Mr. Calling, you should have been a, an attorney. Um so I love a good pop-off. <laughs> Talking about Popoff and Jersey, what's your take on this season as a viewer? I mean, it's sad for me because, you know, Teresa's like my best friend. So when you see things happening to someone that you love, it's, and you know the backstory on top of that, like, you know, that didn't, that wasn't how it played out. And that's, they didn't do that. And she didn't say that. Like, you see these lies or you see how they kind of spin things. It's, it's hard. Like there's some, a couple episodes that I kind of just stopped watching because it's sad. Like you don't want to see anything happen to your friend. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, it was crazy. I think there's a lot of toxicity. I think there's a lot of stuff going on in the background that people don't know that's affecting everybody. Um, but yeah, overall, just, I guess I would say sad. I'm sad for Teresa. And it's really sad because it was supposed to be a happy season for her. Yeah, It was supposed to be her wedding season and and like everybody should be excited. And I mean, even if you're a team, whatever team you want to be, I mean, people should be, you know, understanding that like getting married is such a like happy time. And it's been kind of like used by some people to make it about themselves. I don't want to say names, but I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, I know it's what gonna, you're talking about. No, not, not at all. Uh, but I just, it, it, it definitely, 
like you said, like it, it just sad to watch. Yeah. What it was supposed to be something happy. Well, I'm happy because it will be the wedding. And like the yeah. wedding special will be amazing. But I know that there was still drama around that. Like I was at the right. wedding. It was epic. It was incredible. It was everything that you see and more. It was just phenomenal. But yeah, there were some negative things that kind of got in the way and were based around the wedding, uh, which will be sad to see. But overall, like it was amazing. It was an amazing wedding. We saw Teresa get married. Um, unfortunately, then it's going to, the reunion is probably going to hit after that. I don't know when the reunion, maybe after the special. And then it's after the special. It's after the special, wedding special. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because they just had that. And that was a lot. So, you know, it's going to go up high and excited and happy. And then it's going to go back to the reunion. So it's going to crash back down. Yeah. <laughs> and for what I heard, that reunion was. Yeah a roller coaster of emotion that at one point you just want to get off of it because it's a lot oh, yeah. and even andy said himself that he hasn't been in a reunion so emotional and we had the event upon rules reunion that is just as crazy coming up too yeah. so <laughs> i think the jersey one's gonna go head to head with that though oh yeah i think sure. the jersey one was pretty crazy and it, and I think it's kind of like, I don't know if it's going to be the closing chapter for these family issues between Teresa and her family. Uh, but I hope I hope it's like the start of a new chapter for Teresa, because yeah. we've been I mean, we as viewers have been dealing with like for the past years. 12 years yeah. and I'm pretty sure Teresa have been dealing with that with with this issue longer than that and, right. and I think she's probably ready to move forward with yeah. her life it's, it's been a lot sometimes we gotta like close the chapter and start a new one yeah and this is one for sure let's close the um, the podcast with a fun round of uh oh like <laughs> I love <laughs> a good game <laughs> what is it a fire Rapid fires. I gotta get my cocktail. Oh, I don't have. <laughs> um, so there's, it's going to be a this or that type of game. Okay. It's just a, like five questions, and I want you don't have to elaborate, but if you want to elaborate, I want your opinion on them. So I'm let's in. start. Let's go, baby. Are you more a summer house or a winter house type of girl? Summer. Good. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I uh, pay, I miss Andrea. Age, yes. Andrea so is like the hottest person on Bravo, like, hands down. I had him on side piece and I'm like, concentrate, Melissa. I was like, <laughs> what? I you like seeing him in person at BravoCon is like seeing a huge, shiny, big light. <laughs> yeah, he's so hot. It's like, it's like blinding. It's like, oh my gosh, dude, like, don't look at me because I, 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 I don't know. It, yeah, if anyone so else hot. wore the whatever, like the one button thing, I would be like, you are the biggest fucking douchebag ever. <laughs> but with him, I'm like, we even no, need that button. Like, just take the whole thing off, please. <laughs> just please. Uh, the next one will be um, Paige, Amanda, and Sierra or Lindsay Hubs? The other three. Uh, Lindsay or Danielle, now we have this crazy drama going on in Summer yeah. House. Hi, Danielle. She writes hard for her girl. And maybe, you know, maybe we don't see the backstory of Lindsay, but like on TV, like Danielle is always writing for Lindsay. Like always. She has been ride or die. 
I agree with that one. Uh, the most iconic Lisa, Vanderpump or Rena? Oh, LVP, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, the best clapback nickname, Bambi I Bitch or Warm with a Mustache? Uh, <laughs> um, Poo Poo Head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just, I'm so happy because I literally, I was like, I heard I heard something like the, the the like there's a little trailer of the reunion and I was in Teresa and I were recording and right before this and I was like shit hold on can I find it and I literally just saw I unmuted it at the time that I hear poo poo head and James go oh I'm gonna get in timeout or something like from daddy Andy and I was like poo poo head from James like that is the fucking best I feel like my three-year-old was standing there saying that like I, they would love that I'm going uh, poo poo head I love that. Yeah, James Kennedy is definitely the number one guy of the show. One hundred percent. It's just so. I used to think he was cute. Yeah, even when me he too. would do his bullshit and like be annoying, I was always like, "Oh, but he's like hotish." Mm-hmm. But now, like the mustache and the hair and like the, it, it's just it's not working for me. Yeah, he looks like a sweaty seventies porn star. He does like a porn star, like, <laughs> but not like what like, no. you want to bang. Like, yeah, like the one that like, kind of like fast forward the movie. Yeah, like, oh, I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> yeah, I just not, and not because he did the cheating. It's just like, yeah, it's just not, yeah, it's not working for me. No. And the last one, this is really funny. Namaste, Teresa or Patterson, Teresa? Oh, oh. You can see both. Oh, I would like, because listen, I like my Namaste, Teresa. And my calm, I want calmness and peace for her. But if you're going to come for us, then we got to come back for you. So I like both of them. Like I'm nice and sweet. Like people were like, she's the nicest person you've ever met. But like, if you F with my family, my kids, my husband, my friends, like that's it. It's going. We're on. 100%. We're on. Well, that's it, Melissa. Thank you so much. Thank for... you. This was amazing. I'm so, I'm, I was a little nervous. I thought you were going to hit me with some harder questions. No, I, I, I wanted to go just... You just wanted just, to... I was shady enough. Shady just enough. Just a tip for fun. Just a tip for fun. Next time we'll go full, full pledge. We can do that. When I'm, <laughs> when I'm having martinis with Alexia and Teresa, that's when we can get the hard-hitting questions. And when we're oh, drunk. Yes. Because those answers I'll... will be way more fun. And then I'm we so take hard. shots. We this take shots. <laughs> Drunk Melissa is way more fun. This is what, Talking this about is, that. People, people are like, how much coffee have you had today? Or like all the time with my interviews. Like if I'm, it's early interview and I'm like, ah, you know, me. They're like, what the fuck? What are you on? Like how much caffeine have we had? How many drinks have we had? I'm like, I'm just a lunatic at all times of the day. Like all times of the day. Say I, I love that because I, I vibe with people like that. I, I don't vibe with quiet people. I vibe I with like the loudest people in the room. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, and then when you're trying to interview them and you're like pulling it out, oh my god! That's why sometimes with people when they're like, "Can I come on the show and like be a guest?" I just see them as a, oh, this is not going to be a fun interview because you're not going to be fun. And there yeah. are people in the Bravo world that are like that. So it's it's tough because it's like that might be a good guest, but are they going to be a good interviewer? Yeah. There's a big, big difference, right? 
That's right. So yeah, yeah. Well, last I, awesome. I want to ask you. I really appreciate uh, it. Am I going to see your BravoCon? Uh, Vegas and City. Yes. Yeah. I'm hoping that Teresa and I could do something too live there for Namaste Bitches. That would be amazing. Yeah. So we're I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to find you all a BravoCon. I would be. Mess, I, I'll make sure that we have a. Are you going? BravoCon. Oh hell yeah! I, I'm already of booked. Course. I'm booked. I'm booked and ready. Yes. All right. <laughs> do you, are the dates out? Uh yes. Yes, they are. Well, I need to get on this shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's in Vegas is November first. No, November third to the fifth. But I'm arriving on November first. I'm arriving two days earlier because I want to enjoy Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> I get a little Sin City in before it gets really crazy. Crazy oh, I'm because pumped. yeah, That's I made the mistake of like arriving the day before in New York because I I live upstate, so I decided to go out the night before BravoCon uh, last year. And I wish I did. The, uh, I went the day before of that because it was already crazy. Like people were already okay. there. It was it was nuts. So was this time I'm going the day before. I mean, two days before, so I can get my Vegas in. Yes. Well, <laughs> we will for sure see each other and hang out and take some shots or have a martini because that will be a blast. Yes, and dance our ass off on a yeah. table. I love I love a good dance on a table moment. Love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I will join you on the table for sure. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you so much for this. Uh, anything you want to plug, this is your, your time, your space. Yeah, so you guys, chat. just check out. I have Side Piece Show. It's a podcast that I do. That comes out every Thursday. And then I have Namaste Bitches Podcast. That's Namaste Bitches Pod at, that's on Instagram. Um, I'm at Melissa Feaster Instagram. And um, Namaste Bitches, we have a new episode out every single Wednesday. And we do. We get into all. Of course, it's Bravo and Jersey drama. But, like, it's also, you know, like I always say about Teresa, you know, that's a small part of who Teresa is, the show. She's a mom. She's a wife. You know, she runs businesses. Like, the, the show is just a small part of who she is, which is another reason why we want to do this podcast. Like, to show people that were more than just some Bravo thing. I mean, like I said last week, I was just talking, the episode that's out now, it was just about me having a miscarriage. Yeah. Or one was about like being physically abused or Teresa talking about having to go to jail and like how that affected her. So it's a lot of like real life, real shit because we want to relate and be a, a good voice for people that, you know, maybe are going through the same stuff that we did. So check out Namaste Bitches, guys. Every Wednesday, I think you will really like it. I love it. And uh, thank you, everybody, who joined with the question. Thank I see you, guys. You, I hear you. Uh, Melissa, thank you once again so much. And for those who are listening, if you enjoyed this interview and you want more, you know where to find me, at Martini with Eddie. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Please like Instagram and all the stuff. Do the, all the fancy stuff with the social media, Martini with Eddie. And uh, Melissa, I will see you at BravoCon, yes. Let's do this. Sure. Part, part dose soon. Oh, we're doing part of those. And I, I, I'm going to be waiting for that FaceTime call with you. Yeah. With so I'll, we can take shots together. I'll let you know when we're going down and then we can FaceTime. Sounds great. Well, Melissa, thank it. you so much. And everybody who joined, bye besties. Peace. Peace. Thanks, <laughs>